Hey guys, welcome back to Two Gals in a Pod. We are your hosts, Hannah and Oren, bringing you real conversations about things that matter. Guys, this is part two. If you haven't listened to part one, you have to go back, go listen to that before listening to part two. Um, we left off of part one talking about how we met, what we look for in friendships. But today we're going to be sharing kind of like a little snippet of our breakup story and going to be talking about how to maintain friendships over time. So that being said, Hannah, do you want to just kind of like give a like little context of our breakup story um, that happened in 2020? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I believe it was, well, actually, let me just back up. I was going to start from when we stopped talking, but um, mm. I think that there was a lot of um, miscommunications mm-hmm. and um assumptions and unmet expectations that were never addressed Mm -hmm. and so over time you know things just kept like there's just a yeah building and a breakdown of communication right and on my end I felt like every time that I tried to like you know address some of the things that I was like seeing or feeling Mm -hmm. I, I guess my expectations were not met with I guess like how the like the resolution of the conversation went Mm -hmm. and then I I did not address my expectation of you know that conversation and so then I was upset that you know nothing came out from the conversations that we were having but I didn't again I didn't talk about that and so everything just kept building and building and conversation after conversation it just kept going nowhere um and so in July I actually had a conversation with Ore and I basically just said that you know I'm having so many unmet expectations I feel like you know it would be best if we were just like I guess in my head you know she had the the title of my best friend and there was a lot of expectations that I felt were unmet and so I just said I think it you know it's best if we were just friends and and not necessarily best friends because you know I I just don't want to keep having all these unmet expectations anyway so fast forward from that conversation we actually didn't talk for the the next year so we went a year without uh talking really um just like happy birthday (laughs) that was basically (laughs) it so Yeah. yeah Yeah, so we didn't really talk. So that is kind of like a very brief overview of, mm-hmm. you know, the time when we we didn't talk. Yes. And I think like, it's so weird. In my head, I'm like, if we just communicated, maybe this would have, wouldn't have happened in my mm-hmm. in my head as well. I felt like, you know, there were also unmet expectations on my end. And now looking back, I'm like, maybe I wasn't communicating that well to you. And so for me, my personality, guys, I'm healing, you know, <laughs> we're healing, you know, heal yeah. girl summer, or heal girl, heal girl winter, I don't know. But um, I think back then it was like, um, you know, I felt like, how do I explain this? If my um, expectations weren't met, I just checked out, you know, I just was just like, okay, you know, I'm not going to fight for this anymore that that was kind of like my own 
way of just protecting myself from hurt from pain mm-hmm. and so I guess when you were also communicating your and my expectations in my head I was already checked out in that sense like you know I was just like mm-hmm. okay and then there was also miscommunication in the sense that when you already said like hey like you know I don't want to be your best friend anymore in my head that was the end of the friendship <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe there there should have been like clarity, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's clarify. But in my head, that was like the end of the friendship, and I was just that. I believe that that's why we'd not talk for a year, except for like happy birthdays. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just kind of like a brief overview, guys. You know, um, I think we've learned a lot from reflecting back on our friendship and from that whole breakup story. I would say. Um, but yeah, Hannah, what do you think that you learned in that time or like, you know, even looking back on our friendship then and now, like, is there any mm-hmm. difference? Like, what do you think? I definitely learned a lot um, from that whole year of, you know, even before we stopped talking, just like everything that happened, I've, I've taken so much. I, it sucks that it happened, but in a sense, you know, I'm thankful that there was like things that I was able to take away from it. And it just reminds me of the Bible verse, like Romans 8, 28, that everything works together for mm-hmm. the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Like, um, because there are so many things that I was able to learn and take out from this whole situation that has very, like, it's been very beneficial for me. Um, one thing that I really had to walk through was uh, forgiveness. Um, just really learning how to like forgive um, and what that really means because forgiveness is key in any relationship that you know we have. Any close relation, like if you're close with someone, they're going to hurt you. Is just like the severity of that hurt and like when it will happen like we're all human we all make mistakes and there's going to be some level of hurt and so uh like forgiveness I think is um like very key to maintaining and like you know keeping good friendships so I would say I had to walk through um that whole process of forgiveness and I mean I'm still like on a journey with forgiveness in general Mm -hmm. with other relationships too that I have in my life of forgiving when you know reconciliation doesn't even seem possible and what does that look like and I read um a book during that time forgiving what you can't forget by Lisa Turkhurst and that was such a an amazing book that really um helped like manage the feelings that I was have having during that time and and bringing it to God and really just processing like everything that I was feeling so forgiveness and was a big thing as well as um definitely taught me that you can never go wrong with over communicating you can never go wrong because I think that in my head I'm like oh I'm definitely like you know, doing a good job at communicating. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I have communicated clearly. And then looking back, I'm like, well, 
maybe I can, there's like lots of room for improvement. Right. And so I think that um, it taught me that you can never go wrong with over communicate communicating because in my head I might be communicating clearly and um, like to the other person they might not be receiving what I'm trying to communicate mm-hmm. um, so I think those two things also just like assuming the best in the other person it's like something that I've been you know journeying with and like working through is to assume the the best in the other person so kind of like filtering their actions in a way that you know you know for example like if my boyfriend says something that I think that maybe it was in a rude tone I might interpret it that you know he is being mean and blah 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 like why would you say something like this to me but if I am assuming the best in him, I would be filtering it like, oh, like maybe I'm, I didn't hear that properly or whatever. So I think that just like filtering the other person's actions in a way that I first assume the best and maybe I'm, there's something that I'm missing. There, there might be a part of the situation or the story that I'm, and I don't see. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to communicate first and assume the best in that person because I know that person loves me. I know that person wants, like, doesn't have any ill intention. So let me first assume the best in them and then communicate with them. So I think that those were probably the, my biggest takeaways from, uh, like, this whole experience. Yeah, I mean, those are so good. Like, I feel like I'm also very quite similar in like with the especially with the like communicating part and even just when you were talking about how like you know you think you're communicating but that's not the way it's you know coming across to the other person and it just reminded me of like you know I watch like videos of good communicators and they talk about how like um when people talk to them they make sure to like repeat what the person is saying so it's like okay Mm -hmm. this is what I'm hearing you say is that what you're saying and this is not something that I do. And I'm thinking now that maybe this is something that I should do, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like when someone is telling me something or communicating something to me, maybe I should be like, okay, so this is the way that is coming off to me. This is the way that I am translating it in my head. Is that what you intend to say? Is Mm -hmm. that the way you intend for for it to like come across to me? Um, I think like that's something that would help. Like that's something that would have helped our friendship back then. even apart from that I feel like we've spoken about this as well but like looking back I think like that was our first fight in my opinion right like first big Mm -hmm. fight and in our friendship back then we really really tiptoed around like our feelings we never really like said how we were truly feeling and I think it was kind of like out of like fear maybe maybe fear I don't really Mm -hmm. know but I would believe fear um so really not tiptoeing around how you feel i think like you know always saying how you feel to the person also ties in with communication but like don't assume don't make assumptions just like talk about how you feel it's okay to talk about how you feel especially when you know you're close to someone and like hannah said like you're assuming the best about them being like hey like i'm i i know that you love me i know that i'm safe with you i know that you are a good friend 
um so i can open up to you i can tell you my feelings and you're not like going to blow up or like you know just mm-hmm. going to like break up the friendship or you know like we would work together i think that's another thing like friendships mm-hmm. in friendships in relationships you need to know that like during disagreements or during fights or you know or misunderstandings like at the end of the day you guys are working towards a common goal of okay we're trying to make our friendship better and stronger and in um making our friendship or relationship glorify god so like whatever the disagreement or misunderstanding is like it should be filtered like through that like mindset mm-hmm. if that makes any sense it should be filtered like through that mindset and i think that that's something that would help friendships and that's something that would have helped our friendship back then yeah i definitely agree with that and and all these things like they sound like very simple like now that we're like talking oh, about God. man <laughs> like it sounds so simple like so easy like just like communicate but i think when you're going through it like even like the assumptions like mm-hmm. you know it's co- like you, you would think that you know i would know not to assume just ask and it sounds yeah. so simple but then it's just like little tiny things like i assume that maybe like this you know you didn't text me because of this reason and i'd never even checked to confirm whether that assumption was even correct like just like little things like that that build up over time that are mm-hmm. or go check like they just go unchecked i think is like it's pivotal and so yeah. i mean all these things in my head like they just sound very like easy and simple so i think that if you i mean when you're going through it it's definitely not as not simple easy. as it sounds <laughs> but um if you're i think if we're just intentional with these things like mm-hmm. it will be become a bit easier and my personal personality type is very avoidant with like conflict oh, i same do not like conflict i will avoid it at all costs like i would rather like kind of people please in a sense rather Mm. than you know um cause (laughs) any conflict right that has also been something that i've been trying to work through is that sometimes it's not necessarily like you're starting conflict but like sometimes it's necessary I mean, most times it is necessary that you actually speak up and don't just avoid it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you really value your friendship and if you value that relationship, um, it's necessary and you just need to get over like that fear and get over yourself really and just do it and have that conversation. And, and I mean, you, you can go about having these difficult conversations in different ways and, you know, out of love, of course. And if it's done that way, you know, we hope that the other person would receive it well, but that's definitely something that I um, have been working on is just trying to get over, like, the need to, um, like, not cause any conflict. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to really phrase it, but I just hate conflict so much. Like, not to cause any friction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's something that I've definitely been working on, too. Right. And I think, like, a lot of people are like that, even me as well. Um, although I, I don't know, I have an avoidant personality. Well, now I feel like I'm identifying with that. I don't know if that's a good thing. But I think like I'm aware of like the way that I deal with conflicts in mm-hmm. the sense that like I shut down. I just like, <laughs> that's, you know, I'm not going to say anything. That's the way that I deal with conflict. And I'm very 
very well aware of that and now I make the conscious effort it may take a while but I feel like I'm learning to make the conscious effort to like um you know break through that and be like okay no we have to make the conscious effort you care about this friendship and now you have to speak up and um that happens a lot of times when like my needs aren't being met or my expectations aren't being met but the thing is your expectations cannot be met if you do not even communicate (laughs) the expectations to the person right so you have to communicate your expectations to the person and tell them like hey this is where i'm at this is what i want from like you Mm-hmm. and so you guys i guess you guys can figure it out like hey i can't really meet this expectation right now in the season of life that i'm in or you know and then you can reassess and you know make adjustments wherever needed um but even apart from that you know i'm realizing that like friendships also refine you they make you look more mm-hmm. like jesus you know mm-hmm. a lot of people say like when you get into marriage like it's like a mirror but even your friendships <laughs> your friendships that make you see your flaws especially when you are like um so like intimate with a friend (laughs) intimate in the sense like you guys share (laughs) your vulnerabilities and weaknesses and stuff you know like you get to see your flaws and they come out and you know those are trying times and there's a lot of temptation to be petty there's a lot of temptation Mm -hmm. to like you know to be mean there's a lot of temptation to you know to shut down and things like that but oh i think like sometimes not sometimes you always need jesus that's why it's good to have a friend that also knows jesus because you guys can be like jesus help me you know god help me because right now i do not want to talk to this person right now i am not even gonna look at her or look at him Mm -hmm. but i need your help and then you know by god's grace he will the spirit of god will empower you to like do what you need to do to you know make the friendship better and to make the friendship god honoring but yeah it definitely is a refining process that i have learned like friendship is fire (laughs) and i don't mean like fire like lit i mean like fire like refining gold that fire i I think that like most like close relationships that we have you know they're Mm -hmm. like that you learn so much about yourself learn a lot about other people and then also how you interact with other people and yeah you definitely get to understand yourself more when Mm -hmm. you come into these types of situations to be like why do I do that I I mean you have to be kind of introspective to some degree like you can miss a lot of these things if you're not looking for them Mm -hmm. so it's very important to you know reflect on your actions and thoughts and self-aware exactly like we love self-aware people because like for people who actually take the time to reflect on themselves and mm-hmm. to really understand like you know like why did I react that way yeah. you know was it on some underlying reason was it you know because of something in my past did I react that way out of anger like what is it and to really find the root cause to be Mm -hmm. able to understand yourself better and how to like navigate future situations yeah so self-reflection like is definitely something that I've taken away from all of this to really like I've journaled so much in and like wrote down in my prayer journal just like Mm -hmm. god like I don't like help me to understand myself because you know I'm feeling all these emotions and I don't know what to do with them and so that's definitely something that I've walked through as well just like 
learning about myself yeah we love a self-aware friend like mm-hmm. guys you need to be self-aware ask yourself the, the hard the tough questions it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay to ask yourself those questions but um what's it called i was gonna like talk about like maintaining friendships a lot of people well, i think i said it in the beginning that like you're in edmonton and in ottawa so like we're gonna be talking about like how to maintain friendships over time um for me i've been i'm someone that really have has never like had a lot of friends or like long-lasting friendships pre like 2017 but now i can see like i do have long-lasting friendships um the people that i'm friend i was friends with in like 2017 they're still my friends now and i'm so grateful to maintain friendships over time hannah do you want to start like what is like one way that you know you think you can people can maintain friendships over time um i think that knowing your friends is a a good start i mean obviously but Mm -hmm. you really know their like love languages like what how does this person feel loved and how can i make them feel loved Mm. i think that that's really key i know that you know back when we were both living in ottawa quality time was big for both of us and you know we did spend a lot of time together and so it's just like knowing you know what is going to make my friend feel loved in this season and i think that's like one way to like maintain a friendship is to know the other person enough and be intentional about you know meeting like that and making them feel loved and appreciated and celebrating them Mm -hmm. um yeah like celebrating the win celebrating life just um enjoying each other's presence and company is also uh, important and um there's one principle that um i was thinking about earlier um when we were talking but I just want to mention it now that um, don't let the sun, <laughs> like, you know, the Bible verse, I think it's. Yeah, like, don't let Paul, the sun go down on your anger or something along those lines. Yeah, eh? I, think, <laughs> I think Paul said it, but um, that, I mean, that's been really key in my relationship with my with my boyfriend, Patrivis, because there's times when I am so, like, irritated or angry, and it's, like, 11 p.m., <laughs> and I'm like, I have to go to bed now but I'm not gonna go to bed angry Mm -hmm. because that just leaves this like anger and and like bad feelings linger like Mm -hmm. allows it to linger and manifest into something else so I think in friendships too kind of like back to like the whole conflict resolution and communication stuff to not let the day go by with unresolved like feelings to you know, if you're feeling some type of way to let them know right away, because the longer it lingers, the more it manifests into something um, that is not going to be good in relationships. So I would say to kind of keep that principle, it's not just, you know, I know people use it in marriages and like dating relationships, like don't like go to bed, still fighting with your spouse, things like that. But Mm. 
it's also really key in any relationship that you have like i think it says in the bible like don't let the sun go down and you're still angry so i would say definitely like those things um obviously communication we've already talked about that but yeah those things definitely would help to maintain friendships yeah i have a question about that don't let the sun go down on your anger but i'll come back to that but um just to piggyback off of what you said you said something about like um being like i think being in each other's presence and you know that's something that i think i value in like friendship and i think that's a way people can maintain friendship over time is like be present it is so important to be present because i actually find that like you know having a few friends i would say that sometimes with our conflicting schedules and things like that you not even be able to talk to a friend like for like two weeks and that's just the way it is because this person's schedule and maybe we're in a long distance friendship but the time that you have with that person like it's so important to be present like mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about like Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25 and it says like and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near but like so what i'm saying is like that that precious time that you get to meet with that friend whether it's in two weeks or in three weeks or in a month like be Mm -hmm. present like do not like neglect that moment that hour that two hours like it's so so important and that's something that i'm trying 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 so hard to do um another way i think you can maintain friendships is definitely being open (laughs) being being transparent Mm -hmm. like like we talked about this from our friendship breakup story but like you need to be open you need to be transparent i had a friend who actually like she i remember one time she walked up to me and she was like hey or like um i want to confess something to you and she told me what her confession and i was really shook (laughs) I was quite shook. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening. But then I remember like the Bible verse that says like, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that mm-hmm. you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Yeah. Um, And it's like, there's something so beautiful about confessing your sins to someone or like, you mm-hmm. know, opening up about your weakness yeah. to somebody else. Because when you bring that thing to light, then the enemy literally cannot have any like leverage over you because when it's in darkness Mm -hmm. it's like the enemy will use it to like taunt you and to make you feel guilty and to make you feel shame but like when you bring it to light when you bring it to someone in your life it's like now you guys get to rally together and pray about it you guys get to rally together and like encourage and you get encouragement from that you get like someone that would you know cheer you up and maybe God will give the person a word for you, you know, things like that. I think being open and being transparent is definitely a good way to, like, maintain your friendship. It really, for me, I think that it's, um, how do I explain this? That acknowledging, like, your weaknesses and opening up to others, it really helps you develop some sort of, like, compassion towards yourself. Mm-hmm. Realizing that, bro, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and also like compassion to others because when others have a weakness you see that and you're like yeah i'm not perfect n- neither are they and that's okay the yeah. only per- perfect person is god but um yeah that's i think those are like two things that i feel like you pretty much said a lot of them um mm-hmm. i 
I like what you what you said. It, it um I think like I wasn't really thinking necessarily about that, but when you when you said that, it brought a lot of things to my mind and mm-hmm. and I think that that is so crucial to living out just life like your life in general and finding like strength and um growth and improvement in your in your own life when you are able to you know confess your weaknesses to someone else Mm -hmm. um this summer I was at this bible study and we were I can't remember what we were talking about to be honest but we were all like together in person sitting like in some living room and one person uh like we ended up talking about like addictions and things like that Mm -hmm. and one person opened up and like confessed that they you know struggled with porn and that you know this person confessed to um like a friend and it was really hard for for her to um open up to her friend about it and but when she did her friend was like I actually went through that like a couple years ago Mm. and like let me like pray for you let me uh, be your accountability partner like let me like help you and when this person shared that like uh, testimony of how she overcame there was like maybe like three four more people who like also said yeah I also struggle with that Mm. and there was a lot of healing and like just like wow I'm not alone like there's a lot of other people who are also going through like the same struggle and when we're able to like have that safe space and that friend to say I am struggling with this I think that that also creates like a bond between Mm -hmm. um like the two friends or the friends um right and brings them closer um and also it's just healing in a way to to know that whatever struggle you're going through it's not new (laughs) like nothing is new under the sun nothing like um you know someone hasn't you know already like faced it before type of thing you know right and so um just to know um and have that person I think that is what makes friendship also so beautiful is you know having that person to walk alongside with you no matter like what season you know whether it's a fruitful season whether it's a dry season whether it is a dark one that the you know hope seems like Mm -hmm. lost so to have a friend to weather all storms with you and to celebrate all the wins and and the tiny miracles I think is so beautiful and uh, makes friendship like so valuable right and even as you were talking like the word um I remember that there was one I think I've told you this how like I went on a walk and I be, the whole like I felt like the Holy Spirit like downloaded like literally this sentence to me in my spirit like your your process is someone else's breakthrough mm-hmm. yeah. and I remember telling you that and this story just literally reminded me of that like your process is someone else's breakthrough what you go through it may seem like like (laughs) it may seem terrible in the in the moment but like Mm -hmm. it's someone else's breakthrough like look at that girl's that girl seeing sharing that hey this is what i'm struggling with the other girl saying like oh my gosh i've struggled with that 
let's it led like for other people yeah to share mm-hmm. and for other people to be healed so it's not like there's so much beauty in sharing again like sharing your struggle sharing your yeah. weaknesses because you like you said you're not alone in your struggle like nothing is new here like literally yeah. everyone has gone through a lot of things in this life and that's why like Hannah and I want this podcast to be a podcast where you come and you're like oh I actually have been through that <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. like I can I'm encouraged like through what you're saying or like what you're sharing you know yeah. I can actually use this in like in my life so um but yeah that's that's really that's really interesting like I really enjoyed that story um mm-hmm. but okay you want to say something uh no I was just actually going to uh talk of uh, completely change the subject so I'm not oh. sure if you're finished your thought I wanted to ask your question ask the question about like the sun going oh, down oh yes mm-hmm. yeah so my question now would be okay I understand like the sun shouldn't go down on like and then you're still angry like spouse friendship mm-hmm. but you know there are people <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> there are people who like need some time to process so let's say you have a fight at like 10 p.m and you're like bro i need some time to process mm-hmm. so do i not go to bed till i'm done processing like you um, know i think that there's a way that you can like choose not to like hold the grudge or mm-hmm. choose not to be angry but still need to process your emotions mm-hmm. i think that that's possible i mean like in the in the lord's prayer he instructs us to pray every single day that we shall for like should forgive others Mm -hmm. so if god wants us to make it a daily habit to forgive people every single day um i think that it's possible to like say if someone hurt you i think it's possible to for like forgive them and make that decision but still need to process because mm. um, I'm just thinking about uh, Lisa Turker's book that I read about forgiveness. Um, you know, in the book, she explains, you know, how like when her husband cheated on her and had the affair and, you know, didn't seem like he wanted to get back together, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had to, she talked about how she made the decision to forgive him, but it was a long process to actually come to a place where her emotions kind of caught up with with that decision Mm -hmm. and I really relate to that I have been walking through like this journey to forgive this one person who hurt me like years ago and I made the decision and sometimes I feel better about that decision other days I don't you know it's just like my an emotional roller coaster per se but um I made that decision and uh, I'm trying to remember what there's one like amazing line that she used where um, she basically wrote down all the things that she was angry about that he did to her. Mm-hmm. And then she put like, like red, like paper or something like that. And she said like, I've made the decision to like forgive you, but for what my emotion my emotions don't cover the blood of Jesus would and she like put the uh, piece of paper on each thing and it's just kind of like a symbol that I've chosen to forgive you but with whatever my emotions don't cover whatever my emotions are like you know they're still trying to catch up I'm going to like 
ask Jesus to cover it. And so I think that it's possible, like, I'm processing these, like, angry emotions right before bed. I'm going to process it in a way that, like, I choose to forgive. I choose to lay it to, like, I made that decision. And that I'm not going to hold it against that person. Mm. But there's still some things that I'm going to process. So, I know, I... I'll work through that, but I'm no, I'm no longer holding it against them. So I think that it's possible to kind of have that balance. Yeah, that's so good. I think like that's, I think like that's something that I will definitely incorporate in my relationship when I get into one because disagreements are inevitable. If you don't disagree, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say like um, even then tying into like communication. I do you think like maybe you can be like um no hey like i'm choosing to forgive you um but i'm gonna need like this night to process and then we can talk about this tomorrow morning um i think it's possible to do that in a way where the other person um like still kind of feels like you're wanting to work it out if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i'm just trying to think personally from my own experience right there's definitely times when i'm like you know, what you said, like, hurt me. I've forgiven you for it, but I just need a minute to kind mm-hmm. of, like, reel back my emotions. Yeah. To kind of process what I'm feeling. Um, So just, like, give me, like, give me a minute. And yeah. I've done that. I would say, though, like, in my relationship with, with my boyfriend that I, it's just, like, a personal thing, I, I think. But I like to have... I like to be like know that I'm on good terms like at the end of each day so if mm. we have a fight I'm going to like work through it um and to the point where maybe there's still some things that I need to process but at the end of the day like I know that you know we're both you know on good terms and, yeah and going to like wake up the next morning and we're gonna be like we're gonna be fine good yeah yeah exactly so it, i think it's a personal preference but yeah i think there it's definitely like possible but like based on like what your communication like preferences i guess right and based on like what you both agree to like it's probably going to be different for different couples like mm-hmm. yeah yeah well speaking of relationships and couples um when we first became friends we were both um single oh yeah (laughs) but um I did get into a relationship when I you know I was in Ottawa and we were Mm -hmm. friends and that did kind of change the dynamic of our friendship and like how did you um navigate that like change I guess I think I'm going to speak for my single girls that have like relationship friends or best friends like Oh, how do I expect, like, oh, it's so, it was so hard for me, and I'm not gonna lie, it was so hard for me transitioning from, like, you know, of course, spending a lot of, most of our time together to you being, like, um, you know, in a relationship, and of course, like, you spending time with your boyfriend, it was so hard for me to navigate, and I think, like, back then, I didn't really have the emotional intelligence or, like, the right resources to navigate that situation um there were definitely some times that i i just yeah i was just not 
okay i think we've spoken about this mm-hmm. <laughs> we've spoken about this there were some times i definitely was just not okay i was just like yeah it's very very hard but i think over time i've kind of just um come to a point where i'm like you know <laughs> it's it's what it is your boyfriend is here he's here to stay there's marriage there's sorry there's an engagement there's marriage you know now we we look at how we can um pivot and you know mm-hmm. i how do i want to say this and move forward in our friendship i think like um that's the way life is like there are things that are going to come up people are going to move people are going to get engaged people are going to get into relationships i think what matters the most is um okay now that let's say for instance you and i right okay mm-hmm. you have you and your friend single season great one person gets into a relationship i think it's so important for you guys to come together and be like and acknowledge that hey like okay <laughs> i'm in a relationship now you're still single um obviously things are gonna change now how can we navigate this in a way that the single person doesn't feel left out or the single person doesn't feel like you know um yeah left out is the word i would use yeah. left out i think like you said like we said from the beginning of this episode communication yeah communication 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 i think it's so important to communicate and say like we need to talk we need to talk and also constantly checking in you know mm-hmm. um i think it's very important as well to like how do i explain this to to be intentional because in when seasons change in friendships you gotta be there's a lot of intentionality that comes with that mm-hmm. you gotta be intentional sometimes i don't like that word but you gotta be intentional like if it comes to scheduling time to talk you gotta do it <laughs> you gotta do it if you really like value the friendship and a lot of people may think and a lot of people which includes me before i used to think like scheduling made it seem too strict i guess you can say that or like you Mm -hmm. know just too rigid rigid is the word i felt like it made it too rigid but the thing is like you just gotta find what works for you and that friend yeah and i think for you and i really scheduling has really worked the past few months Mm -hmm. you know like yeah but it was definitely very hard and yeah anyways continue Uh, that that's really good I think another thing is like also kind of goes back to the communication is like just communicating expectations like Mm -hmm. you know now that you know you're dating um like I still like would love to spend time with you as often as you know like let's like work out schedules like you said like Mm -hmm. I like my expectation is that we're still going to have quality time. My expectation is that, you know, maybe we can go out with, like, all of us or with friends. Like, I still mm-hmm. want to, like, be involved. Like, just, like, really communi- communicating. I think that right. if you, if people listening, if you were to get, take away one thing from this episode is how important communication is. Because I think I've said that word, like, way too Honestly. many times. <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree. Like just communicating expectations is um I think key whenever you kind of like transition into like a new season mm-hmm. of life and friendship. Like 
you know, even moving to Edmonton, like I, it's definitely been uh, a change for me. I've never had to like work on maintaining like long distance relationships with people. I've always like my friends are always just around me. Like I can drive over to their house. I can see them like whenever I want. Like there was a period of time when I saw like my friends almost every single day. And so it's definitely a change to now like have to adjust. But um, yeah, so like I think in any season, like whether you get a new job that takes up a lot of time or you get married or you have a kid like things like that you just need to communicate and kind of pivot wherever needed so that makes sense yeah and if I can even like speak for my single people because honestly I have it hard for single people who have friends that get into relationships um I would like to talk to the people that get into relationships you know it's okay to still talk to your friend I I think one thing that actually annoys me, <laughs> I think I'm going to go on it right here. No, all right, hold it, Jesus. <laughs> I think that one thing that annoys me is when people get into relationships and then forget about their friends. Mm-hmm. I I really, I'm not an advocate for that. I think mm-hmm. that whether you get into a relationship or not, when you're in a relationship, like your friends should still be important to you. Like mm-hmm. you don't just leave your friends for your boyfriend or, you know, for your husband right yes there are boundaries that need to be set um but at the same time like still communicate with your friends still spend quality time with them like let them know that you still love them invite them over to 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 your house if like you guys are married i actually have a friend who has a lot of married friends right Mm -hmm. and she actually does hang out with them like i'm like wow that's so nice like she hangs out with them like goes out with them i don't even know if you can call that a third wheel or whatever but like I find that so sweet and you need to like be welcoming to those people. And for my single people, it's okay to be realistic. You know, when your friend gets into a relationship, it's okay to be realistic that things are going to change. Because things are going to be going to change and that's okay. But do not get salty. Communicate how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Be transparent work collaborate and everything will be fine (laughs) i i agree and i think that um it is definitely important that when you get into a relationship to like still be intentional to like spend time with with friends because you obviously need people outside of your relationship right other than that person um you need other people to you know get perspective from and talk with and perspective that's a good one yeah so it's definitely important and I do think um for one thing from my perspective is that um I think that it's also important for both like parties to also understand when it like gets more like serious that you know that person like will take up I'm not going to say like all, like all of your time obviously but like more time like you know when you get married like I think things like obviously change but yeah it definitely is still important to like have friends outside of your relationship definitely important yeah definitely yeah. well this was so good we actually have 
come to the end of this episode. This was so good, Hannah. What do you think? I love talking about friendship and just like <laughs> reminiscing over right. all of, you know, like the many things that, you know, we've experienced together. So it was awesome. Yeah, this was so good. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. Um, you know what? You can follow us on Instagram at two gals in a pod. We'll leave the um our link in our description. Also, feel free to subscribe and as well share with a friend, share with your sister, with your brother, with your uncle, father, mother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bye guys. Bye.